She was 38 years old and a virgin. Her parents had seen to that. They had selected her when she was only 10 to be the guardian of the flame. Her life was laid out in front of her before it even started. It had not been a bad life. In fact, it was quite pleasurable. She was worshipped and held a very high position in Roman society. She even had her own box at the Colosseum with the five other virgins. But as with the clouds in the sky, things always change. Julia and the five Vestal virgins guarded the flame in the temple of Vesta. The virgins and their ancestors had guarded the flame for a thousand years. The temple was a fifteen-meter-wide circular edifice in the Foro Romano, supported by twenty Corinthian columns. It was one of the oldest structures in Rome and was used to store important records and business documents for safekeeping. There was an opening to the east pointing toward the sun, the origin of fire. The flame burned continuously inside. It was said that if the flame ever went out, Rome would fall. The year was 298 A.D. Vesta was the goddess of fire, the goddess of the hearth, the fire that kept an ancient Rome alive. She was worshipped originally in the circular huts the Roman tribes built in the area, hence the circular design of the temple. The goddess kept Rome alive as long as they kept their covenant with her to keep the flame burning. At least, that was what the people were led to believe. Julia also had a covenant with Rome, though not of her choosing. Her parents had offered her as a virgin to guard the flame when she was ten. The virgins came from very high-placed families in Roman society. It was an honor to have a daughter selected to guard the Temple of Vesta. In return for thirty years of celibacy, upon their fortieth birthday, the virgins were allowed to marry and received a huge dowry from the state. They had statues made in their likeness that were placed in the gardens around the temple. However, if a virgin broke her vow of celibacy to the empire, the consequences were dire. The Vestal virgins lived in a multi-room structure right outside of the temple. The site was the most holy in Roman culture and was placed squarely in the center of Foro Romano, where it all began. This was where the first tribes of the ancient valley met to trade along the lowlands of the river. It was where Romulus was suckled by the she-wolf after being abandoned by his parents. Any free Roman citizen could take the fire to his house, and the temple therefore represented the hearth of Rome. It was early evening when the visitor came to call on Julia. He was a younger man, a servant dressed in servant's clothes, and quite handsome. She met him at the gate to the temple grounds to talk after he had sent a request in to the College of the Vestals to speak with her. The senator's aid could come no further. Tonight at midnight, Senator Thor will pay you a visit. He has something to give you, something that needs to be guarded, even from the emperor himself. This is the safest place in Rome. Please meet him. The visitor left without explaining further. Julia was left wondering at the gate for some time, but finally retired to her room. Julia was troubled. She would have to be very careful. This meeting was very dangerous for both her and the senator. She knew things were changing in Rome. 
the corruption was rampant. The emperor was claiming for himself more and more power. The Roman order and process that had survived for centuries was giving way to raw corruption and tyranny. The Senate had long been relegated to the periphery. Originally, the body was set up by the early Roman kings and came from the historical group of elders the tribes organized to help govern themselves. In fact, the word Senate is derived from the Latin word senex, which means old man. Once Rome became a republic, the power of the Senate grew exponentially. However, the republic was long gone. All power was now held by the emperor. No longer was he seen as an equal to the average citizen in Rome. He was a god.